Hello, everyone. Welcome to Minghui Radio, bringing you podcasts of stories relating to the persecution of Falun Gong in China, insights and experiences gained by practitioners during the course of their cultivation, special items of interest, and music composed and performed by Dafa practitioners. In today's program, we bring you an experience sharing article from the Nordic FA conference entitled Cooperating with Others and Paying Attention to Small Things by a Falun Dafa practitioner outside of China. The article was published on the Minghui website on November 17, 2022. Greetings, Master. Greetings, fellow practitioners. I left China in 1996 to work abroad. I heard about Falun Dafa and began to practice when I visited my family in China in 1999. I couldn't go back to China after the Chinese Communist Party, CCP, launched the persecution, so I moved to Sweden in 2001. Part 1. Reading the Teachings Helps Me Make a Breakthrough Because I worked night shifts, I slept in the daytime. After Master Li, the founder of Falun Dafa, told us to clarify the truth to the Chinese people, I started to get up at noon and go to scenic spots to hand out materials to Chinese tourists. It was hard for me to get up at noon. I struggled to get up and get to the sites, but there were few tourists by that time. I regretted not getting up earlier each time, but I just could not make a breakthrough. I began having a low fever. I was determined to break out of this state. A Norwegian practitioner suggested that I spend more time reading the Fa. So I began to read three lectures in Dronfalun every day. I was also encouraged by the articles on the Minghui website about memorizing the Fa. I wanted to make a breakthrough as soon as possible. So I began to memorize the Fa. I gradually understood many Fa principles and made a breakthrough. After studying and memorizing the Fa, it was easier for me to get up at noon. However, I still arrived much later than the other practitioners. I decided to go to the sites directly after work. With this righteous thought, I no longer felt sleepy, even though I slept very little every day. Part 2. Participating in Group Activities I live in Stockholm and a few years ago, there were many Chinese tourists. We held a weekly truth clarification event in the city center. The city permitted us to hold the event even during the COVID pandemic. In June 2020, we decided to hold truth clarification events twice a week. We had the event in all weather. Our event location was at Money Square right between the Swedish Parliament building and the Swedish Royal Palace. There were many tourists, but also many members of Parliament, government officials, and other politicians that passed by our booth. Occasionally, some high-ranking officials told us who they were and expressed their support. I insisted on studying one lecture of Falun before going out to the event, no matter how tired or sleepy I was. This way, my righteous thoughts became stronger and stronger. Master said in Fa teaching given at the 2016 New York Fa conference, quote, Gods don't look at you on the surface, 
but at how much heart you put into things, nor do they look at how capable you are, but rather at whether you put enough heart into it, and whether your mind is on the fa. If it is on the fa, gods will help you to work together with others. Unquote. Participating in the weekly group activities also helped me learn from other practitioners and find my gaps. Each practitioner quietly did their part. In order to save more people in the limited time, we started to hang banners and set up display boards and tables half an hour before the event. Some practitioners talked to people, while others demonstrated the exercises. It frequently rained or snowed, so practitioners covered the display boards with clear plastic sheets. After the rain stopped, they dried the plastic and the sitting mats. Some practitioners took photos of the event, and others wrote reports for the Minghui website. The reports our events not only told the world about what Dafa practitioners were doing, but also encouraged fellow practitioners in China. One person from Hong Kong who once believed the CCP's media said, I finally understood the truth today. I admire your persistence in clarifying the truth for so many years. I hope more people will recognize the destructive nature of the CCP as I do. A man from Germany said excitedly, I sincerely hope the persecution will end soon. You bring hope for justice by being here. Some local tour guides who understood the truth became our friends. They often took the initiative to tell the facts about Dafa to tourists. Part 3. Taking the Initiative to Help Everything was arranged just right when I had righteous thoughts and considered others before myself. Master said in Fa Teaching at the 2013 Greater New York Fa Conference, quote, If you feel that something is not ideal in some regard, and you do your best to make it better, then that is remarkable. That is what divine beings want to see, and that is what a cultivator should do. Unquote. The TNT bookstore in the United States needed some Falun in Arabic, but they never had any. The translator who translated Falun into Arabic happened to live in my city, so we had some copies of Falun in Arabic. I brought a box of Juan Falun in Arabic to them when I went to New York for the FA conference. Before this year's European FA conference, I brought a suitcase of the Arabic version of Juan Falun to the TNT bookstore in France. These copies still had the old version of Lunyu, so a practitioner printed out the new version of Lunyu, and I pasted them in place one by one. When I returned, I filled this suitcase with leaflets in different languages to take back to Stockholm for our weekly truth clarification event. Part 4. Participating in and the CCP Activities During the pandemic, many people worked from home, making it more challenging to clarify the truth to people face-to-face. In order to help more people understand the truth, we decided to distribute and the CCP pamphlets to local residents' mailboxes. I often joined other practitioners to distribute the leaflets directly after my night shift. Although it was very challenging, I realized that working hard was part of my cultivation.
In less than a year, we distributed about 350,000 leaflets in Stockholm, many remote areas in Sweden, and small cities where there are no practitioners. On the last day of the European VA conference in Poland, I had the opportunity to talk to other practitioners about helping people quit the CCP and its affiliated organizations. I had a deeper understanding of the End the CCP campaign. I realized that the campaign helps Western people learn about the evil nature of the CCP and saves them from being influenced by communism. It is our responsibility to use every opportunity to wake up all beings. Looking back on my 20 years of cultivation, whenever I made even a little progress, Master encouraged me. Hundreds of Udambara flowers bloomed at my workplace. Thank you, Master. Thank you, fellow practitioners. Thank you for listening to the Minghui Radio Podcast. For more information, including news about the persecution of Falun Gong practitioners in China and experience sharing stories by practitioners around the world, please visit our website at en.minghui.org. Thank you.